Hello everyone, this is Lucy Sims of the Lucy Y Podcast. What day is today? The 17th? 17th. September 17th, 2023. It's 2.41 p.m. and I'm with my uncle Rex Cobb. Hello, how you doing? Do people call you a cord on the cob? Uh, somebody, but not my friends. <laughs> and Melvin's also here. He is my granddad and... Rex's dad. I'm gonna close that. You gonna join us? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna discuss politics. We need a right wing opinion. <laughs> I'm mediator. Yeah. You can tell us about what you think about trees. <laughs> Save the trees like the Lorax. Yeah. He's anti tree. <laughs> have you ever tried contacts? You have such. I've got contacts. Oh, you never use them though? On the weekend, I mm-hmm. wear glasses. Did you end up listening to any other episodes? I haven't yet. You haven't? I will. (laughs) That way I'll know. This is an impromptu episode, so I didn't have questions picked out, but I don't, not much of a planner anyway, so. But every Sunday we come to Melvin's and eat lunch, and today we had spaghetti. Love spaghetti. Favorite thing. And, um,. Today's a special day. My namesake, Rex's mom, passed away this today in 98. So I'm wearing red lipstick in honor of her. But what is your, so obviously your left wing? <laughs> well, I think I'm a... In the middle. I'm a liberal libertarian. I like... Libertarian is a that means you just want like freedom for everyone, right? Yeah, I don't want the government to tell me what to do. No, (laughs) Trump wants to tell you what to do. Melvin, we're using your iPad to record video. I guess he doesn't care. I hope it could send to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. You don't like drinking water. I said I wasn't going to bring it up. No. It's got to have some flavor. Water doesn't have flavor. Do you bring seltzer water? Or you said you didn't even like those. No, I drink seltzer water. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, you do? I had them over there. Yeah. You would drink those LaCroix? Yeah, I like some kind of flavor with my water. How many is your... When we would go to Sanibel, you drink a lot of Diet Mountain Dew. Is that is it diet or regular Mountain Dew? Diet. Yeah. I don't drink sugar. Is that your like preferred soda? Well, in the morning because it's got caffeine in it. Mm-hmm. Give me a little boost. Is that like the first thing you drink? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like caffeine. Or coffee. Do you feel like you have like ADHD a little bit, or like? Uh, probably. I feel calmer when I have soda or like caffeine mm-hmm. it calms you yeah because yeah. it's supposed to be the other thing a stimulant though yeah but if you have ADHD you're already stimulated so having a little bit more like stabilizes you okay yeah that's interesting never thought of that that's what it's opposite than what you would think yeah but once I realized that I'm like oh that's why I always love soda or just like I feel different when I drink it I think our devices give you ADHD. That is very true. It's moving! (laughs) The camera. (laughs) I... They lost us. 
<laughs> it's still going. It's still going. Just can't see us. <laughs> there we go. Let's put it up here. It's still going though. I mean, like, I don't want to stop it. Look <laughs> <laughs> how close it is now. <laughs> I those. We definitely do get like our bodies become addicted to um, these devices. It shortens your attention span. For sure. I can see my arm. There we go. You look to the back. I came up with something earlier. I said Anne's clan. <laughs> like that's what you all could be called. There you go. Oops, he was leaning too much. <laughs> and all, uh. It's not professionally done. Vex has an Android. Yeah. No, it's a Samsung, isn't it? No, mine's a Motorola. Uh, so that's not Android? Well, no, it's Android, but there's... See, that's the difference between Apple and Android. Is like Apple, you have to have an Apple phone, but Android, you can have any brand phone. Mm. Oh. That's one reason I like Android. But you have like TNT, AT&T or T-Mobile or well, what? It's T-Mobile. Well, it's Brent, but then they got bought out. Now my water was holding up. I'm thirsty. So okay. Showing down your shirt. <laughs> I know. Is that the help writing? <laughs> okay, so you are my mom's brother, yeah. older brother. One of them. Yeah. You are the second. S- second of four. Yeah. Of Anne's clan, mm-hmm. and Melvin's clan, and. Um, you, well, you were born in a different town than everyone else. You, uh, like, different, different hospital different than everybody ho- else. Was everyone else the same hospital? Yeah. Huh? Central Baptist. I was born in Ephraim McDowell. Huh. So it made me different. I was the only one that it bought my lunch at school. Everybody else took their lunch at school. Why? I don't know. They like they didn't like the the stuff they offered at school. They like peanut butter and jelly, but I don't like peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm, really? So that makes me different. I love peanut butter and jelly. I'm the only Democrat. I'm the, uh, <laughs> the only one that's not hadn't been married and doesn't have kids. Yeah, something was different. I'm the only one that has green eyes. Everybody does, else is brown. Everyone else? Does Melvin have green? Yeah. I got his eyes. Mom had brown eyes. Hmm. So that's why. <laughs> and you were born August 12th, 15th. 15th. <laughs> I don't know why I said 12th. Mm-hmm. August 15th. Yeah. And you're... Leo. So what does that mean? I'm a Leo moon in tropical. There's a lot to it, but uh, <laughs> Leo is like represented by the sun and lion, and mm-hmm. you like to shine, and you're meant to shine. That's what it is. You're meant to shine. Okay. Um, it depends if your sun is in Leo, then yeah. My moon being there is like my emotions are are very dramatic. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> 
the do uh, you went to the same schools as everyone though everyone went to Cassidy Morton Henry Clay except for Stacy she went to uh, Lexington Catholic Stacy mm -hmm. and you are you're pretty close to Mel yeah or like age-wise aren't you like a one a year and a half oh a year and a half a year and so many months and then it's five years to my mom or four years and then nine years to Stacy mm -hmm. from me you you're good at volleyball you're the, he's the king of Marikas, in case you didn't know that's right <laughs> so you I'm probably the king <laughs> I like playing if you've ever been to Barricas, you probably, you might have seen Rex. You're wearing a volleyball shirt right now. See? <laughs> Bluegrass Blaze. I'm just old and I've played for a long time. <laughs> that doesn't mean you're good. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying uh, Habib was early, better than you. <laughs> An old neighbor that played. Our family is like, had family volleyball teams and we still kind of have one. My sister's. Yeah. And, now they're having babies instead of playing volleyball. Yeah, now they're all pregnant all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll join now. I'm 21. Good. I'm 23 now. You're going to join the volleyball team? I could. I was always the baby wrangler on the side. Very good. Well, then the kids, will, the grandkids will start playing. <laughs> We've got a team already. Oh, you do? What's the... They always have dirty names, don't they? The Marikas they used to. Not as much anymore, but... They did because they had to, the referees had to yell out the names. The, and they thought it was funny? Yeah. So they made them dirty on yeah. purpose? That's funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do, do you have a name yet? Uh, no, they didn't. I, I'm not the organizer of the team, but mm. some people don't like to play with the dirty names. Mm. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just... Your mom always thought you were funny. Like, you, were you the funniest? Or is <laughs> I'm that... sure I'm the funniest, of course. <laughs> mom won't listen to this, so you can say, Stacy will listen to this. Yeah. Hi, Stacy. Uh, she, she knows I'm the funniest. She, she knows you're the funniest. <laughs> mom thinks she's the funniest. Everybody has a different sense of humor. <laughs> that how... Do you like being in the middle? Did you feel like you got less attention that way or no? Uh, I didn't need more attention, I don't think. Because you got enough of it? Well, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> lacking in it. But people don't always need attention. Yeah. I mean, what what do you need attention for? Yeah. <laughs> Did you get enough as the last child? I felt like it. I just... um. I feel like middle kids always say that. They don't. Yeah. Serial killers are almost always middle children. Really? That's why I felt like I got like a lot of attention, but a lot of it I didn't feel was like the attention I wanted or the attention that um, like it was like the real me. Like I felt like you didn't see the real me. And so it would frustrate me. But it was kind of my fault like I'm realizing this like because like I wasn't really showing myself anyway I don't know I was so fearful of it well nobody probably knows the real you unless you let them know it exactly and that's why I should have been a lot more secure in myself and not have cared that much about what other people thought because I was my real me and then I started like just hiding more and more in me but you may not want people to know the real you 
Yeah. But I like to think everyone's, like, real them. Like, your soul is, like, good-hearted. Is like, a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the real you, I like to think. Yeah. Like, if you're mean and stuff, I'm like, that's not the real you. That's, like, could be a mm-hmm. demon. see the mood you're in. Or the... Yeah. That's... The mood you're in is always changing. And... Yeah. Or it's whether you take other people's feelings into consideration. Mm. Yeah. You might not want to. It's not always an easy thing. Yeah. Sometimes I, I've paid too much about other people's feelings instead of my own. It's like, I want you to be okay. I want to, like, please you. Put you first before me. But I guess everything is a spectrum. Yeah. Or, I mean, if you concentrate on yourself too much or you don't concentrate, either one of them is going to be bad. It's going to be somewhere in the middle. Yeah, balance is, like, key to life. Yeah, that's the truth. That's why you can't be on one end of the spectrum. you got to be on yeah. all things. I think when I talked to Griffin, I think we talked about something as a spectrum and I'm like like being gay mm-hmm. <laughs> never everyone's like on the spectrum like yeah autism everything yeah. I mean everything is a spectrum everything in life is a spectrum yeah you can't be in the extreme of anything if you are you pay the price yeah or it'll cause problems in your life yeah, if you only see in black and white, mm-hmm. then not see the gray. Yeah. Because, I mean, there is, like, it's not, everything's not black and white. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's the truth. Yeah. If you, you choose see, to see things that way, you can. Yeah, that's why I probably some people, like, maybe even engineers are like that. They want everything to be black and white. Yeah. And like how math, everything has like, there's a correct answer. Yeah. Life is not like that. Because if you're searching for it, it might not even be there. Yeah. Or the answer could be somewhere in the middle. Some, there was a guest pastor today at church and he was saying something about how like, we're all wanting to go home for Christmas. And it reminds me of just uh, Wizard of Oz, too, how she just wanted to go home. I have always wanted to just, like, go home and, like, go someplace where I felt home. I always felt, like, in a rush to go somewhere. And then, like, I had to realize, like, I'm home wherever my heart is. Yeah. Like, it is cheesy, but most of the cheesy things, like, make sense. And it's cheesy for a reason because it clicks and it makes sense, but... Like, I'm always home in my body. There's no mm-hmm. physical place that will make me feel safe. Like, I need to feel safe on my own. That's why, it, I mean, in Wizard of Oz, she's like, you're already home. Click your heels. You're already there. Open your eyes. Are you a fan of Anthony Bourdain? Um, I, he's fascinating. Yeah, because he brought up a good point. And he said, in his life, he said whenever he was on the road, he always wanted to get home. And then when he got home... Mm-hmm. He couldn't wait. As soon as he got home, he couldn't wait to leave. I feel like I have heard of that. Yeah. That, I mean, he, I've always been fascinated by magicians, but I mean, and people that commit suicide, because I feel for that. Like mm-hmm. I've. 
Robin Williams. Yeah. And like how they used humor. That's why I like to... To make other people happy. Yeah. Instead of trying to make himself happy. Yeah. Yep. That's... When you... Well, I've... A lot of comedians, like, they like to make people happy, make people laugh, because that's how they got attention. Like, um, I don't know, just Whitney Cummings would... Uh, I don't know, her dad would pay more attention to the TV, so she, as a six-year-old, like, in her mind, she's like, oh, I need to be on the TV to make my dad pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. Or, like, make jokes to get him to laugh at with me or like get him to pay attention so she would do things to get attention but um Mm -hmm. she just i don't know oh to make everyone feel good like being a healer is Mm -hmm. i think we all are and some are more uh or if you don't want to deal with any Hard situations, you could laugh about it instead of dealing with it. Mm. Turn it into comedy instead of dealing with it. Because it alchemizes you. It alchemizes it from like a negative situation to like a positive. Like, I, you know how laughter is the best medicine? Mm-hmm. Like, it really is. Yeah. Like, I choose to laugh um, about anything that makes me sad. Like, I. Because I can see the light in it or like the good in it. That's what there's all. You can focus on the bad and things, like the black and th- things, or you can focus on the white and things, or like mm-hmm. the, see the balance of it and see how it's like the yin yang. You can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. You have to have. That's like, uh, you know, how people are like, if God existed, why would there be rape, all these things that are bad? And it's like, if we didn't have those things, we wouldn't know the good things. Mm-hmm. and yeah. that, that's like a more simplified version like it of it but that's very much what it is yeah and life's a pendulum where it swings both ways mm. from the good and the bad yeah yeah that's you I mean no one has a easy life mm-hmm maybe some I don't know, but we all go through stuff, but you all have had, I mean, losing, I mean, when your parents get divorced like that, I think that's like, I mean, changes your whole life and it's not easy mm-hmm. and you've dealt with that. You've lost a parent and that's, I mean, not easy. Yeah. But some things, the hard things in life are what make you. A better person is not the easy things in life that make you a better person. Yeah. Just, I wouldn't be who I am if Dad hadn't died. Mm. And Maybe you deal with things. Yeah. I have definitely learned a lot. I'm going to be who I am. Yeah. Because the things that push against you is what makes you strong, like in even your, your body, you know. Lifting heavy weights makes you strong. Yeah. Uh, like, you, keeping using your muscles and... Mm-hmm. 
if you're like having an easy ride for like forever like you may think like oh my life is great nothing bad's ever gonna happen to me and it's like oh you're gonna get humbled mm-hmm. at some point and be like I don't know I think at some point like we just realize like we're not in control God is in control like I couldn't there was nothing I could have done to have made my dad not pass away mm-hmm. I'm not in control I can only control how I dealt with it and I chose to make my like be, grow from it and it's hard i mean and everybody's on this earth for a limited time so you gotta enjoy what you can yeah it could be any time any day mm-hmm. randomly no explanation yeah crazy yeah you hmm. don't know that's why you gotta enjoy what you've got that's what you can retire any day now can't you yeah 62. That you work at a bank. Mm-hmm. Melvin said I should interview strangers or like work with strangers. You can, I don't know, should I set up like downtown or something and like talk to people? <laughs> yeah, good. You can help me. There you go. I saw on TikTok there was a guy that interviews homeless people and mm-hmm. finds out their story. Which is interesting because you just people think the worst of homeless people, but you don't know how they got there. Yeah. If you could find out, then you might have sympathy for people. I would do that. I, 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 I do talk to them. Yeah. Anyway, you know, so I'm you might just... find out they're not just lazy. There might be another reason. Yeah. A lot of times it's drugs or other things. As so, uh, you working downtown, you've. A lot of homeless people walk into the bank, don't they? Mm-hmm. And uh, then, a funny thing, you you have, like, a sign outside of the building that had fake money taped to the thing, didn't you? And they stole it. They would steal the fake money and try to use it. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was just funny. <laughs> like, thinking you put real money out there. Why do you even have fake money? Like It was just to get their attention. Uh-huh. <laughs> they got the wrong person's attention. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I guess if they get desperate enough, they'll steal money. <laughs> That's what I... Uh, when I did the lemonade stand, someone said if... Like, we were going to donate to charity. Someone said we should donate to homeless people. Mm-hmm. 'Cause they were very passionate about it. It's like you have a heart for homeless people. I do too because I mean I do for everyone. But that's yeah, it must be a bad feeling not having a home. Like you said, you always want to go home. Yeah. If you don't have a home to go to. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, be, being uncomfortable. I was uh, thinking of people that like kick out their kids or like other mm-hmm. people, like especially I heard that the other it was one of your mom's friends, like Mary Tucker or something, said something about um, someone's parents kicked out their daughter for being gay. Mm-hmm. And it's like she has nowhere to go, and it's like the school was helping her. And it's like when you, because these people are like have money and like can let their kid live with them, and then they kick them out for being gay. Yeah. Like, what? 
It seems crazy, doesn't it? Yeah. Because that's how some people end up homeless. Yeah, like a lot of them, a lot of people do get kicked out and because mm-hmm. they're not accepted in their home. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it, being younger than 18 is, like I just remember kind of like waiting till I got a car and then till 18 because you have so much, you get so much freedom at that point. Mm-hmm. Like when you're 18, you can technically really do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's like, mom is like, you could do that when you're 18. You could do this when you're 18. And it's like, I just can't wait till. Mm-hmm. I'm under my own roof now. But then you find out it's not as easy as you think. Yeah. Being under your own roof and your own money and your own... Yeah, because you can use the freedom as good or bad. (laughs) Too much freedom is a good thing or it's a bad thing. It's interesting. Well, you lived in the same dorm as me at UK. Mm -hmm. Holmes Hall, shout out. Second floor. I was on the fourth floor. Oh. But we didn't have an elevator. You didn't have an elevator? Or air conditioning. Didn't you not have sheets or anything? I mean, I guess we brought them with us. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, It wasn't as nice as it is now. Yeah. It was a horrible place back then. (laughs) (laughs) And you also live in the same house you grew up in. I think that's Mm -hmm. like not... It's like a special group of people. Mm Mm-hmm. Get to say they do that. Yeah. It's weird, I guess, because you have all the memories there from when you were a kid. That's why I've never moved from mom's house. Mm-hmm. Besides my own place. But, like, I, I do feel attached to the place. Like, I've realized I get can be attached to, like, material things. Like, I'm... Mm-hmm. Like, saying goodbye to that house will be hard for me. And it's like, I kind of don't want to, but... Like a lot of stuff went down there. Yeah. It's where I grew up. It's like all my memories. Mm-hmm. But it's not the building. Yeah. It's but the memories. Yeah. Yeah, the building's just bricks and, and mortar. Yeah. Yeah. That's meaning, though. Yeah. Didn't you say something about like all of the places you've lived is like six five six or no ends in five six. Oh, ends in five six, huh? Yeah. Is that weird or is that I th- think that has meaning. Five means like change and six means like family and balance because it's three and three. There you go. Life is always changing. Yeah. It family is. is always changing. Yeah. Because we're getting ready to have two more, aren't we? Yeah, you got a lot of nieces and nephews. Yeah, mostly female, <laughs> except for I guess Mel's side. Yeah, John, Charlie, they like you. Yeah. They all like you. <laughs> you were the fun uncle. Dory Griffin said. Yeah. <laughs> you held him upside down. There you go. I put Zach's head in the fan. In the fan. Ceiling fan. <laughs> Not intentionally. Like you left it on a mountain yeah. and it go. Yeah. <laughs> As a baby? He was a little kid. I guess the road I was able to lift him, so he had to be little. You, you think he got a concussion? Maybe? No. <laughs> I wasn't going to ceiling fans are that hard. 
That's funny. Yeah. How old were you when Zach and Ryan were? Your first? I don't know. That's a good question. When they were born? Or, yeah. Because uh, they're kind of... 20. Okay. Probably like you when yours are born. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, You're in your 20s when they're born. Yeah. So there you go. You're going to be the good aunt. Yeah, I am. Cool, they love me. Yeah. I love them. I want to interview Josie. <laughs> I want to interview all of them and. If she could sit still. Like through the ages to see how they grow up. There you go. You could do one of those things where you take a picture of them every year. That's what Emma and Abby, they pretty much do. Mm-hmm. Like take pictures of them every day. But yeah, like in the same spot, that would be cool. Yeah. And do like a little, like the picture book. Like, uh, I think those are cool. Or you could do the one where you reenact a photo mm. from when you were a kid. Mm. Have you seen people do oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did, <laughs> did you see the picture I posted of Em and Abby and those pink little, like, grandma had made those outfits for Em and Abby? Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. They said something about them being sexualized. And I'm like, you think you're sexy? <laughs> you were like two. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. They were Barbies. They were like, mom, you did us so dirty with these outfits. And mom said she would never put them in those outfits like grandma did. She had to, so she could at least have a picture for her. <laughs> that is funny. Mm-hmm. So you... Did you ever, did you get great grades in school or were you like kind of doing care? Like, I didn't really care, I guess. Not as much as I should have. Did you like fail any classes or? Mm, not really, but it seemed like I didn't put a lot of effort into it. But you never failed? No. Because huh? some people do well without trying. You were kind of. Well, I didn't take the, the super hard classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I took the easy ones. Mm-hmm. You didn't take any AP? Or... Mm-hmm. Not intentionally. It seemed like I got in one one time, but I think I, I, once I realized that I got out of it. Because <laughs> I never took a book home. <laughs> I didn't like doing that. So my mom always said, she goes, do you all have books at school? I said, yeah, they're in my locker. <laughs> you never took it home? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't going to study anyway once I got home. When you got home, that was the time to play. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what ever taught me how to study. I agree. <laughs> I and your mom I, or dad weren't going to make you. No. Because... I guess if I had to do over again, I probably would have different. I guess you, you don't see things when you're a kid. Unless there's somebody that, I guess, helps you see that. Mm. As a kid, the only thing you're worried about is playing and having fun. Yeah. And, but you think if you went back, you would have tried more at school? Or you think your parents would have maybe tried to push you on to do schoolwork more? I don't know. I guess unless you realize you can't see the future, I guess. So, you know. Yeah. Maybe that's going to be your job as, a, as an aunt. You could help them, guide them. To the right path. I do. I. But you don't want to be a jerk where you have to make them suffer. That's the only problem. You want to be the fun aunt. Yeah. 
I mean, in school, I didn't, like, I failed and, like, didn't try. Well, I would try, and then I wouldn't do well. And then it discouraged me, and I thought I was, like, dumb and Mm -hmm. wasn't smart. And that's not the case, because school doesn't... There's so many different types of intelligences. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not going to like push school like that. Plus you went to different kinds of schools. You got to yeah. see a variety of schools. Yeah, like I think, I mean, learning a language works a different part of your brain. That's a different type of intelligence, lingual intelligence. And then like creativity, like I would want to nurture my kids' creativity. And then Sarah. Yeah. Probably was different. Yeah. You didn't really go to like a normal public school. No, not really. Because the uh, Maxwell, it's more of an, I don't know, I guess all smarter students. They're not smarter. Because I don't, like, I think I just got in on a lottery. Like, was it completely random, I think? Like, I didn't have to take a test or nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Scapa was... We did have, like... Not that I even care, but, like, we did have high test scores, and I wonder if that had any correlation to, like, everyone kind of having a creative outlet and, like, mm-hmm. nurturing that side of us helped in other ways. When we get to pick through what students went there, too, so... It wouldn't just um, randomly sound like a normal school. Yeah. Yeah. You had to be something special to go there. Yeah. You had some special talent, didn't you? Yeah. I was telling mom earlier, though, because I think I... Um, I said something about how, how you were going to be on my podcast, and I said, should I ask about... um. Cecilia or something. (laughs) (laughs) I said... Mom said something about how you spent so much time working on it that you should show it to the world. But I I realized later, like, I really wasn't that good at dance. Like, I, looking at myself, I'm like, I thought I was a lot better than I was. Um... But I think we kind of have to, like, learn that mm-hmm. and then, like, be okay with it. Because I know that probably, like, I mean, it affects you a lot, like, and I've had... Well, it depends I, on whether you want to make a career out of it or not, or if you just did it for an outlet. Or even, yeah, even just an outlet, though. But that's what... We should all have creative outlets and, like, not be... Judged them. Yeah, because I've been really, like, expressing myself and my creativity. Like, that is what shut me down for a long time that's why when people say or apologize for talking too much i'm like i i would rather you talk too much than it too little because i want you to feel comfortable to express yourself because i for 23 years i felt like i couldn't mm-hmm. and so i want no one to be like ashamed to be themselves and that i i like so I, um, at the play me and Melvin went to on Thursday, I saw the theater person from Sayre, the person that ran theater. And it's like, I never did theater at Sayre. And I told him, I'm like, I don't know, I've never talked to you before, but I kind of, I regret not doing more theater stuff at school because I always, like I was a drama minor at SCAPA and I've always wanted to be like an actor and like put myself out there. 
be on radio broadcasting and I was so embarrassed after stuff like I think I this is I'm not blaming anyone it's normal for siblings to pick on their other siblings but I they would make fun of me a lot for dancing or being weird and Mm -hmm. I think I took it personally and I stopped it and it's like why did I let them yeah like affect me what I love to do that's normal I guess when people I'm just glad I've like realized that now and Mm -hmm. like even this was kind of it's nerve-wracking for me to like before I like press play or do this but like I have to not think about myself and it's like I'm really I want to do this for the community Mm-hmm. I want to do this, like, for other people. It's not for me. It's for the other shy people that felt like they couldn't talk or mm-hmm. had to hide themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that... Well, maybe you should get into acting now. Yeah, Griffin one time said I would be a... He was talking about how all actors are weird. And then he said, Lucy, you would be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> he said that one time at Grandma's, I remember. I guess the fun thing about acting is you could be something that you're not. Yeah. And that, that is true. Or you could try to be that. You don't even know if that's you because you don't even know what the real you is. But if you, like, say you, if you, you're playing somebody super confident in the mm-hmm. acting role, then you could be that person. One time at DSOD, my dance studio at some point, they I learned and it changed my life. Like they said, fake it till you make it. Yeah, see? Yeah, and that, that was like the first time I heard that. I'm like, huh. And I realized, I'm like, is everyone else just faking it? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. So I just kind of... Well, super confident people usually are because yeah. they might not be any more confident than you, but they're at least faking it. So it's, I've been told or people think I'm very confident or that I seem very like that and it's um, always shocked me when people said that but like um, I'm like I, that's what that's it's nice to hear how other people see you because we don't see ourselves yeah, I don't see myself true. the way other people do so it's nice to have that outside perspective I'm like really? Yeah. You think I'm... Is that why people are kind of scared of me? Or... <laughs> is that... It just... It's nice to hear that. Yeah, you want to hear it and you don't want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to... You want to hear it... You want to know what people think, but then you don't want to hear it because you don't want to live your life by what other people think of you. As I watched a clip of the Alec Baldwin roast the other day. And, like, to be able to do a roast and, like, uh, seeing them laugh at themselves and, mm-hmm. like... It, that's to not be able to take things personally I think mm-hmm. is like a lesson like we all need to learn at some point and being human it's mm-hmm. like a human lesson we all need to learn like not taking things personally Seriously. like if someone because I realized with the scapa thing and they'd say la faggot and stuff um it I realized like they didn't get into scapa. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, so it came from a place of something. Insecurity. Yeah. So or jealousy. Yeah. So that's where it came from. It's like, mm-hmm. it made sense to me. I'm like, oh, that's why they made fun of me. Like, it, it kind of felt bad for them. A lot of bullies are insecure. That's yeah. why they do it. Hurt people, hurt people. That's true. 
Yeah. So they're jealous of the Skepta people. It's fact. Yeah. So they wish they could be in it. Yeah, that's why I didn't know they had all tried out and stuff until like not that long ago. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, that's why? Mm hmm. That's why? Yeah. But he also, I mean, we're going back to the thing about how other people view you. Like, if somebody said, you're a mean person and you don't see yourself as mean, then you could, mm -hmm. you're like, well, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Uh, Reminds me of Tina Fey and 30 Rock, where she goes to the, she just goes back to her high school reunion and realizes she was the mean person. Mm-hmm. Mom's joked about that. She feels like that. <laughs> she sees herself in that character. Yeah. And it really, I, when I've seen myself, um, if I was ever mean to anyone, it was because I was scared. And I know that, and it's like, I just let my fear control me. Or sometimes people join in the bullying because they're afraid they're going to get bullied. Mm. Yeah. They'd, they'd rather be somebody else than them. And that's kind of like human nature. We want to, like you see someone mm -hmm. getting bullied, you want to be on the tough person. Not tough persons, but like the bull, stronger, the winner, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like it's kind of... Animal instincts. So then they're going to attack you. Yeah. So you try to avoid that. That. Yeah. I never liked that, though. Mm-hmm. No, that's a bad thing to do. Yeah. Because I saw somewhere, some school, if somebody, anybody in their whole school was sitting, eating by themselves, they had to go, somebody had to go eat with them. Someone did that? Yeah. I thought that was a good... I would eat by myself. That would prevent bullying. Because a lot of times you bully people because you don't understand them or they're different than you. I remember when I would be by myself sometimes, though, and people would come to me, like, I, it frustrated me or made me bad. Like, I don't know. Sometimes it, it's because they gave me attention, and it's like... I really wanted attention, but once I got it, like, I was so, <laughs> like, I didn't it. like it. Yeah. So that's, like, me being a kid, like, oh, mm -hmm. all my siblings are like, you got so much attention. But I didn't like it. Yeah. But I really wanted it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, sitting by myself, because it's, like, I'm, I, and I, I didn't like people feeling bad for me either, because it's, like, oh, you just came over here because you saw me. Same by myself, but I don't know if I just wanted to... I mean, it's a lot of things, but... Mm -hmm. I think, you know, when you're, like, very sad and then you get, like, mad and at other people. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, I was going to say some people like to shoot up schools after that, but... I mean, I... Just when you're so sad and then you get mad and then like I just want to, I just want to be by myself and mm -hmm. like shut people out, mm -hmm. and that's not great. No. Because you need community. That's why with this job, like I need community. Like it, I think everyone does. Like, yeah. That's why I'm here. Cause it's so easy for me to lock myself in my room and not talk to anybody. Like I can do that and I like to do that mm -hmm. and I want to do that, but. Like, what's the purpose to life if I'm just doing that? Mm -hmm. 
all the time because I feel like I can make a purpose and if I know I can and I'm not it's like that's like disregarding all my um the Christ in me I don't like Mm -hmm. all of the magical gifts I have yeah we're getting to talk to people in this that's why I've if I could talk to strangers I mean with family I think this is good for I mean, communication's always good, but, like, family communication, especially in our family, we could uh, benefit from some more communication. <laughs> yeah. And, we're not big on discussing our feelings. Yeah. And I know we're not the only family like that. No, that's true. And I know it is, it can be uncomfortable, but it's, I mean, it's really what everyone needs. Mm-hmm. That's what, um, I have I'm, like, the first one in my family to kind of see a therapist and, like, talk about... I, I can't, like, push this away. Like, this is, like, part of me is mm-hmm. to feel my emotions and talk about it. Like, so I am, like, I just, and I love asking questions about the family past and everything. Learn from your history. Yeah. Because you don't want to make the same mistakes. Yeah. And I see how important family is because it is easy to cut them off and, like, not talk to them again. But it's, like, there's, they're your family. Like, there's no other blood mm-hmm. in it. Us being all connected. Like, we, I see traits of me and you and you and me. Like, there's traits of all of us in each other. And so it's just funny. Like, if you cut off someone, it's like, are you cutting off those traits that are also in you? Um, well, a lot of times people cut off people because of money. That too. That's what we've... Like, our families, like, uh, don't... Like, some of them not talk to each other. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. And it was over money... I hate how money is such a factor. Like, when we were talking about politics, like, it's all about money and mm-hmm. power that people want. And yeah. I think if we have good family and you know you're loved, because mm-hmm. that's really... Everyone just wants to know they're loved and feel loved. Mm-hmm. And just go home. That's all. So... I, People trying to find it from, like, outside things, from this job or that job. And it's like, these things won't fill that void of love. It's your... You kind of have to do it yourself and, like, recognize your connection with spirit or God or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm loved because I believe it. But if you don't believe it, then you're going to not care about everything. Like, what I would... If you don't feel like you're loved, then why not shoot somebody like I was thinking about how other people think like Mm -hmm. I feel like my life has purpose so I am living purposefully if you feel like your life doesn't have a purpose then you're gonna live Mm -hmm. like YOLO (laughs) I mean YOLO in a bad way we don't live very long we could live YOLO in a good way yeah yeah I mean to see we need to I mean value ourselves Mm -hmm. to value other people I Mm -hmm. didn't value myself so i kind of didn't value my relationships kind of when you wake up every morning you gotta have a reason to wake up yeah 
that determines how long you live, I think. Yeah. That living purposefully, I think it's like been scientifically like you live longer. Mm-hmm. I think it's also, there's been tests like spiritual people, people that feel like they live for a purpose, like live longer. So it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's true. And people that feel like they contribute to community mm-hmm. live longer. And sometimes it's good to think of other people other than yourself. That's why pets are important, I think. Yeah. Uh, they really show us unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Dogs. Thank you. It helps you think of somebody besides yourself. That's getting baby, I mean, changed my life. That's gives gave me a reason to get up in the morning and... Mm-hmm. Let her out to use the bathroom. <laughs> Take her for a walk. Let her inside to use the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. That's why I think older people need pets. Yeah. Just get them outside for a walk. They might not even go outside all day. You could rescue a dog. Mm-hmm. You I would... will at some time. You had Whitney. Yeah. He was a good dog. He or she? She. She. She seems so cute. Yeah. She was a good dog. Would you get a cat? No. I think cats can be like spiritual protectors for us. Uh-huh. Well, cats just seem to ignore you all the time. Yeah, it's like they're in a whole another like realm a lot of times. Like, you know, sometimes they see things that you're like, what are you looking at? And it's like, they see stuff. And they also don't depend on you as much as the dog does. Yeah, like you have a neighborhood cat. Your mm-hmm. outside cat. Uh, mouse. I mean, dogs and animals are such gifts. That's uh, when people abuse dogs or animals and things. People below, that's for the underdogs. Like, that, I stand for, I mean, the people, they can't stand up for themselves like these poor innocent dogs and mm-hmm. like children did you ever see the um child trafficking movie what was that called mm-hmm. freedom yeah freedom of what was it called freedom of i don't know <laughs> some freedom <laughs> that i mean it's it made me so mad and pissed off and i'm i'm People that do that and take advantage of people that, mm-hmm. like, they can take advantage of these kids and they do, like, of their power. That's what, oh my gosh, like, it pisses me off. I want to help. Um, and the fact that they said that there's more sex trafficking now than there ever has been. What? Mm-hmm. But people that abuse dogs, too, you know, those sad mm-hmm. commercials. Yeah. This has been like a deep episode. This might be my deepest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We always have deep conversations. Yeah. Yeah. TV and deep conversations. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we, I learn a lot from TV. Like, did, is that what you would get home from school and like be excited to watch TV? Like, that's your TV time. Yeah. There yeah. weren't as many options back then. Mm. We only had three channels. And if something was on, you couldn't record it. Mm-mm. No Netflix. Watch it live. Mom said you all would watch the pageant stuff. Like what? 
like just everyone in the family was mom wanted to be Miss America and she said you all would all gather around the TV and watch it and I I don't know the Walt Disney world we'd watch that you'd watch it was on Sunday night Walt Disney World they called it the wonderful world of Disney was it Disney Channel no just it showed like fireworks. It, no, no, it's mostly like nature and animal shows. Oh. Or they'd have other other things on there every once in a while, like they would be a Disney movie or a Disney, mm. just something made by Disney. So dang, I didn't yeah. know that. That's the only time. See, the only time you could watch cartoons was Saturday morning. That's the only time. Yeah. Dang. Because we didn't have it. Uh, cartoon channel. So we look forward to Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. Watch Bugs Bunny and. Oh. Yeah. And y'all all watch it together and not fight about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there might be a little bit of fighting. <laughs> there had to be. Excuse me. That is funny. Yeah. But you only had three channels to choose from. So. Three? Yeah. And so and you only had one TV, so you, everybody had to watch the same show. That always caused trouble. That would. <laughs> that, I, it's interesting uh, you being so... Um, you could say stubborn, but I think it's strong-willed, maybe. I think that's a, that's another Leo trait, being strong-willed, because of the lion and sun. Um, Can we yeah. take a quick break? Yeah. We're back from our short commercial break. Yeah. Sponsored by? Uh, Allied Communications. <laughs> no. Yeah. your main sponsor. I don't think she sponsors us. Or what's the name of your company? Light Coach LLC. Okay, that's what we're sponsored by. <laughs> I want to, I mean, I have a, I've set up a non-profit, technically. Um, so. You do know the meaning of non-profit, don't you? You don't make money? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, it means fun. Next time you might want to do a for-profit. I don't want I want what do you mean <laughs> profits can be good <laughs> light coach LFC is not a that's a for profit okay but I made a light coach foundation okay. uh, dot inc is a non-profit that is with the IRS and stuff there you go you pay your taxes <laughs> So are you good with money? <laughs> you would say. Mm, I guess it could always be better. If, if I was good with money, I'd probably already be retired. Mm. I'd be a billionaire. Mm. Your face is kind of not on the screen. <laughs> you see the side of me. <laughs> so... You went to school for four years, graduated. You never took a break in school or nothing? Or? 
When? In college? Yeah. No, I did take a break. Oh, you I did? I said I was semester. Oh, really? Because my grades weren't good, so... Oh. I said I was semester, and then I went back, and then I did good. I remember this. Uh, did, were you suspended? Yeah, because my grades weren't good enough. That was like me too. What semester? <laughs> uh, freshman. So after freshman year? Or no, I mean, I, I went two or two semesters and then set up for semesters yeah. and went back. That was me. Mm-hmm. And mom did that too. I think I just didn't know how to study. I never was taught how to study in high school. Are you good at memorization? I mean, that's pretty. Much, that's a lot of tests is memorization. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could be better, but yeah, I'm not like photographic memory or anything. And your major was business. Mm-hmm. Hmm. See, I was I was thought about psychology, but Dad talked me out of that. Why? He said you can't make any money in it. Well, uh, <laughs> what do you have? How would you not make money if you became a psychologist, like a doctor? But then you gotta go longer in school. And you didn't want to do that? I don't know. At that time, I didn't. I guess the key there is you should follow your dreams. Mm. Yeah. You're probably, you're probably going to be more successful because you're going to enjoy what you do. That's what I realized... Like, when I went to Asbury and I decided to major in something I was actually interested in, it was, like, life-changing. I'm like, wait, yeah. school, I can actually study something I'm interested in. It was... It was not, like, work. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was fascinating to me, and I actually, like, wanted to go to class. It, like, it felt wrong. And I'm like, this shouldn't feel yeah. wrong in school. Like, school should be... Yeah, enjoyable. Yeah. Like... Josie, the three-year-old niece, uh, says she likes school, and I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm like, really? Well, because you're going to be, whatever job you do, you're going to be doing the rest of your life, so you better enjoy it. That's, I... You don't have to enjoy every aspect of it, but you enjoy something. In, in the times, like, when you're 17, like, in deciding what major in college, like, you don't... Yeah. And people talk about how many times they change their major. Like, it, I didn't know what I wanted to do. No one knows what they really want to do. Yeah. Did, that's why I, I had asked mom yesterday, like, what she wanted to be as a kid. Like, as a kid, what did you see yourself doing? What did, about you? Did you uh, astronaut? Uh, they interviewed one time they came to school, the news did, and they asked uh, all the kids, and I told them I wanted to be a professional football player. Uh, but uh, that didn't work out too good. Mm. <laughs> Did you ever do football in middle Yeah, sh- I played in elementary school, grade Y football. At what? It, it was grade Y football, it's in middle school. I mean, or, um, elementary school. Gray Y? What is that, a school name? It was of- a thing done by the YMCA. Oh, uh, so it wasn't, because Cassidy doesn't have football. Well, we had the great wild, but it wasn't very uh, serious. Is it like tag football? Flag? No, it was, it was a tackle football, but I mean, we were in elementary school, so it wasn't very violent. That's what it, I mean, football with the head and everything. Like, I wonder, was your mom, like, ever, like, didn't want you to do that? Because I would kind of be protective over that. Yeah. I don't know if I had a kid now yet, but I wouldn't want to play football. But yeah. 
Yeah, back then, I mean, you know, there wasn't any too many hard hits. And we had helmets. And... What else? Actor? Uh, maybe singer or something. But I didn't have a good voice. Or... That's something you could work on. Like, can't, if you practice, can't and everyone be good? Yeah. I like, guess everyone, we could use the auto-tune. <laughs> true. Yeah. Did you want to be like a... Were you ever into instruments? Or? Yeah, I did play the drums in school. In elementary oh, really? school. But I didn't put enough effort into it. The drums is fun. That's the problem is you, sometimes when you're a kid, you don't realize how much work it takes. That's why I... And you give up too quick. That's when I realized, like, being a professional ballerina, how hard it was. I'm like, okay, um, maybe I... Like, I kind of don't want to do that. Yeah. Because it's hard. Yeah. Hard work. And you... Just... We want to be a mom, too, like... I don't know, I, and you can't be a like, professional dancer your whole life. And be a mom. Yeah. It's hard to be a mom and have a career. Let's mm. like that for singers, think about that. Like if a female singer wants to have a family, they can't just say, see kids, I'll see you in nine months, I'm going on tour. But the man can say, I'll see you later. I'll be back later. That, yeah. People going on war too. Like, what if yeah. the man and the woman watches the kids and? Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy. And and they have to carry the baby for nine months and. Yeah. You have to work pregnant. It's like that's already a job, and then you got another job, and then. After I saw the show on Netflix, Made, mm. gave me a lot of sympathy for single moms. That is, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, I was going to say domestic violence is something I'm passionate about, like, that being messed up, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that is, I mean, hurt people hurt people. That's where it kind of teaches you. Yeah. That's the truth. Uh... I don't like seeing the screen. <laughs> it distracts me. <laughs> that made us a good show. Yeah. Because of how hard it is for a single mom. Yeah. Does... I mean, you... Like, I know when your parents are going through a divorce, like, sometimes they kind of make you feel like you have to pick sides. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. And I feel, did you pick your mom's side? Well, yeah, I mean, because I was going to be with her, because, I mean, she was the the one that always, you know, was around, so. Yeah. I did that. You guess too, then they try to win your affection. Mm, yeah. Like, buy it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, why didn't you do this before? Yeah. <laughs> like, didn't have to before. Yeah. And now you get, like, more presents or double the pre- Christmas presents. Yeah. Or just two Christmases and stuff, yeah. I mean, that's a... 
I still, I mean, it's a harder thing than like, uh, like I would have rather my, one of my parents pass than, than have to watch them go through a divorce. Well, divorce is like a death in the family. Yeah, but they're both alive. Yeah. But yeah, it is a complete change in death of how the family used to be. Yeah. And now it's going to be completely different. So yeah, I mean... But it's still way better. Divorce is still way better than people that don't get along staying together just for the kids. Yeah. So I think fighting in front of your kids is very... So have you seen the Plathvilles? Welcome to Plathville? No. No. That, um, spoiler alert. Like, they're getting a divorce. Well, I guess I would probably say it. In the, but they made... Uh, they The way they interact in front of the kids, like, they decided not to just be good in front of the kids, never fight in front of the kids, like, mm-hmm. while being divorced. Like, they will be amicable. And I think that's... Because not every divorce has to be, like terrible thing for everyone like it can be handled in a civil respectable manner Mm -hmm. but of course that's like not easy Mm -hmm. it's not easy especially if they're good fighting over custody yeah um that can get really horrible yeah that's true uh and they don't always do what's best for the kids yeah that's what um I like how CASA, like, their idea is to do what's best for the kid. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... CASA, like, the person is assigned to think of what would be best for the kid. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's... Because they're the youngest. They're the most mm-hmm. flexible. Vulnerable. Yeah, vulnerable in the brain and everything. Yeah. So when... When I babysat and the older siblings are mean to the younger siblings, I and like they complain like, oh, he's doing this, blah blah blah. I'm like, he's younger than you. Like you're the older person. Be the more responsible. Like he's younger than you, and you're picking on him. Like he, it's just we should care about the ones that are more vulnerable than us or like younger and. Mm-hmm. The ones that can't talk, like dogs and these kids. That's what kids are the future of. But, I mean, Griffin said uh, he used to think he was, like, the smartest person ever. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, as kids, like, I just keep learning more and more. Like, I'm not, like, I keep getting humbled, like, throughout life. We all do. Mm-hmm. But kids are just like we need to mm-hmm. look out for what's best for them and it, you know when parents are like oh I know what's best for you and like how mom really wants me to go to college because she thinks it's like would be best for me and I don't even know if she would agree with what I just said but it like, think about what I want. Like, you, you're you saying it's best for me, but is it? Like, are you just thinking about society and all of that? Or are you thinking about, like, my heart and... I don't know. That was a kind of a mm-hmm. chaotic 
not a chaotic thought, but kind of. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah. I don't know. I guess the thing is, the college degree at least opens up some doors. Yeah, it does. I just hate how, like, school likes to put everyone in these boxes. And mm-hmm. it's like, school really, like, um, college school is, like, not meant for everyone, and it shouldn't no. be. And because, I mean, the fact that it's so expensive, and it's yeah. like, I don't want people to be so, go so in debt to get a college degree, and then kind of not even know what they like. Or they don't even know who they are. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want you to know who you are in your heart without, like, worrying about if you're going to have money or not. Like, I really, in the Bible, it says, like, God, like, they don't give us, the universe doesn't give us, like, problems we can't handle. And Mm -hmm. it's, like. God will provide for you if you get pregnant and you're like worried about the money like I really think God will provide for you like I know my mom was very afraid every time she got pregnant but like God provided like in abundance um and I don't know yeah life is interesting and it's amazing and we keep learning and we're never gonna stop learning until we die that's true and even when we die we're probably yeah I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> but every life is constantly death and rebirth. I've realized I'm constantly like the old me is dying and a new me is rebirthing. Like every single morning when I wake up, I feel like mm-hmm. every time I pee. <laughs> you learn something. Yeah. You, I want, you'll be on my podcast again, right? Okay, sure. <laughs> well to go into some deeper topics yeah we can I mean like write notes or like think about it whatever yeah. if you ever have a topic in mind we can talk about it cause I can always record it on my phone that's right is there anything else we want to talk about yeah but we'll think about it now I've got a better feel for it yeah now that's what doing it mm-hmm. and just getting used to it. Like it, I, I heard repetition is what is like how we learn. Mm-hmm. And it really is. Yeah. So bye guys. It's 3.56 PM. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Peace out peoples. You want to say bye? Bye. <laughs>